Thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Soleil Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. The WIAA Grill Softball Tournament is on the score. High fly ball, deep right field, and that'll bounce right in front of the wall. They're not going to be able to get it. Coming around third and scoring is Callie Meredith on an RBI double. It's the Fast Signs High School Game of the Week. He taps one out in between the shortstop and the second baseman, and in the score is Meredith. Now to the field with tonight's broadcast team, Joey D. Greetings from just outside Green Bay, Wisconsin. High school softball is on the air. State time. I know two of the best words in all sports is game seven. Uh, To me, locally, state time. Those are the two best words. I am Joey D here to bring you Division I quarterfinal action here at Bayport High School as Kakana coming in as a number one seed in all over the land. And uh, they will be taking on the Wilmot Union Panthers. The Panthers coming in at 13 and 10 overall. Kakana 24 and two after that big win over Green Bay Preble not too long ago, just the other day on a sun-drenched day. A few clouds are in the sky, but uh, still, pl- oh, hi. <laughs> Noticing some, some, some of the locals coming up and saying hi. Today, we got high school softball. It's being brought to you by East Wisconsin Savings Bank, by Myron Construction, Men Law, Edward Jones, Jason Berry, by Fast Signs. They provide the Fast Signs mobile studio that got me here. By Fox Communities Credit Union, the good guys, heating and cooling, by Tanner's Sports Grill, and the U.S. Air Force. They provide us with the U.S. Air Force broadcast. Not a booth today. I got a little table here. Uh, in between the Kakana dugout and home plate. Got a great vantage point. I am again field side. I absolutely love doing this. We'll come back and uh, take a look at both of these teams and also hear from both of their head coaches as our pregame show continues right after this on The School. High school softball here. We are at State at Bayport High School, and we've got two games in. And we possibly could have two games for you here today on the score, depending on what happens here between Kakana and Wilmot Union. Let's talk about the, I'll call them the visitors, the number eight seed, Wilmot Union. They come in at 13 and 10 overall. Did not get off to a good start to the season. They were just two and seven at one point in the season, but came around and uh, won three straight to make it here. They beat South Milwaukee 11 to two, Oak Creek six nothing, and. Indian Trail from Kenosha, 6-3. For the Ghosts, they are 24-2 on a roll. How about 16 games in a row? Only losses this year. Oshkosh West, 5-4. And Nina, 3-2. So just one run losses, and that is it for Coach Rarig and the Kekonic Galloping Ghosts. They beat Appleton East, 10-0. Hortonville, 5-1. And then a very good Green Bay Preble team, uh, 6-1, was the final score for that. I got a chance to catch up with both of the head coaches. Both uh, Tim Rarig for Kukonip and Jenny Jacobson for Wilmot Union. You will hear from both of them as our pregame show continues right after this on The Score. 
And we're bringing it back to the high school pregame show here on The Score. Today we have softball. It is state time here for softball. It's Kakana and Wilmot, and we talk with the coaches here. And first up, the coach from Wilmot. She's in her fifth year, Jenny Jacobson. First of all, coach, how's it feel? Uh, it feels great. Um, it seems to be kind of a tradition we've been starting here. We've, <laughs> this is our third time back in the last four seasons, and yeah, it feels great, especially because we didn't start this season off as hot as we wanted to. Had a key injury in our number one pitcher for a while, so she couldn't pitch for about three weeks. Um, but this is this is when I tell them, like, this is when it all matters. It's a new season, and it's new life, and so we're playing really good. We're kind of dialed in, and um, I'm really proud of them. Yeah, I had that written down as yeah. my next question. You started 2-7. and seven. Your thoughts at that time? I'm thinking <laughs> it's going to be a long year, but I knew with the group coming back, I had a lot of returning starters. Um, I also have a couple of sophomores that are new to the team and starting. It was still, it, it just didn't feel like we were playing as one yet. They all kind of knew each oh, other. Danny, they were the all getting along. designated player number nine, Cameron Felstead. It was about trust, and it was about getting them to kind of buy in and play with each other and support each other. Um, and then, you know, it, it started to click, and we, we got a couple wins, and we were feeling good again. Then we got a couple losses again, and we were just kind of having to reflect and, and figure out what we needed to do. And um, we figured it out. The Southern Lakes Conference. Yes. What was it like this year? It's every year is a tough conference. I, I can arguably say that I think we have one of the toughest conferences in the state. Um, especially, we, we send we send at least one team, if not two, to state every year. You know, the two us in Burlington are up here right now. We didn't win conference. You know, we we're really tough. I love being in a tough conference because it prepares us for games like this. I don't want the easy games. You know that. Well, what, what do they really do for us? Mm -hmm. So those tough games, those tough losses that we had with Burlington early in the year, even Alcorn, that helps us. That gets us ready for the big big stage. Your senior leadership coming from Anna, if I look at the stats, yeah. right? Uh, what she meant to this program? I can't, it's, I can't even describe it. She has been an absolute workhorse this year. Once again, her experience by playing in a state game a couple years ago, I think has been instrumental in her success this year. Um, she's showed her composure the whole time. She has been a leader because she wants to get back. She wanted to get back here. You know, she really um, did a good job kind of pulling the girls together. Back here on our high school pregame show, we have state softball for you. It is Wilmot and Kakana. Let's talk with the home team now, or the reason why we're here, I guess. <laughs> he is in his 22nd year. It is Tim Rarigan. Coach, what's it feel like? Well, you know, for us, you know, we've been here, but for every one of these kids, it's a new experience. Last time we won it was in 2017, so none of these kids got to experience that. So it's a brand new experience for them. And, uh, you know, you always have to treat it as special as it can be for each one of those kids uh, because it is a special experience. It's a unique experience and uh, really happy that they got to experience it here. What is preparation like for a day like this? We don't change a thing. We do not change anything we do. We're not, uh, we don't change. We are who we are. We, we've never done it before. We're not going to do it this time. Um, you know, our preparation for this game was like any other game that we played during the year. And, uh, we're not going to change who we are at this point. Our identity is our identity, and we're just going to try to outdo whatever they try to 
do against us, we're going to try to be better than better than execute better than they are. Like practices the last couple days, though, or what do you do? Same exact thing that we've really? always done. Right. Yep. Um, you know, we got a good scouting report. We, we sit down. We focus on what they like to do. Um, no different than we do during the high school season and the regular high school season, and uh, we just kind of go from there. And uh, our approach has not changed a whole lot. Coming out of a, a very tough Fox Valley Association, how much did that prepare you for a situation like this? You know, the FVA is, is unbelievable, and, and we can't say enough. You know, everybody talks about how hard some of the girls here are throwing. I'm like, we faced that before. <laughs> we're, we're, we've been there, done that. So it's not like we are going to be seeing something that we haven't seen this, this season at all. All right, let's uh, talk about your, your last game, uh, win over Green Bay Preble. Uh, three in the first. How big was that? That was huge. That was huge just for our confidence, from a confidence perspective. You know, and that game, I think you saw Skyler kind of kind of grow up that day. And Skyler, uh, when he was on, Skyler rose to the occasion. And that was something we've been waiting to see for a while. And uh, she toughened up that day. You have not looked at my notes. That was my next question. Skyler's performance. How big was that? Yeah, I mean, Skyler, you know, been with us now for a few years, um, and we have been in some really tough situations over the years at Nationals and other, other places with her, but I really saw her hunker down and, and just do her thing, so it was fun to watch. Next up, here we go, it is Wilmot. What's the uh, scouting report on them? You know, we got a quick uh, quick roll right, here, uh, up right off the bat here in Pi. Um, and we got some, some big boppers behind it, Hamilton, so one, we got to be ready to zero. play. Their launch angle on their bats comes in. Um, they're definitely trying to hit it out of the park. So we have to make sure we control our bat speed. Um, you know, th there are some flaws in their swings though and we picked those, kind of those apart and we're gonna try to make sure we, we hit those spots where we feel the flaws are. Last question, just noticing a natural turf here. So we don't have dirt, we don't have grass. Well, you were telling me before you started recording here, the girls are used to this, right? Yeah, our indoor facility back in Kakana is 100% turf, so all winter long they are taking ground balls, they are fielding in there all winter long, um, you know, and our, our outfield is turf at the high school, so, you know, we all winter long they, they played in tournaments and it was all turf, so this is not anything outside our norm. Ready for two today? We're ready for two. <laughs> All right, there he goes. Coach Tim Rarick from Kakana. More of the high school pregame show coming up right after this. All right, we are ready to play ball. You just never know on the timing here. Wanted to fit in that whole interview. Great interview with the coach, and we are ready to go here at Baymont, or Baymont, <laughs> Bayport High School, just outside of Green Bay, and it is time for Division I State Softball. First pitch is on the way, and the drag bunt is bunted foul backwards at 12.06. So just a couple of minutes off from where we were supposed to be, but you just never know what the timing in between. It is Wilmot and Kakana. Wilmot will bat first. They are the eight seed coming into this one. This is the third game of the day, the second pitch from Kalmus. Swing and a miss by Keegan Pye, the leadoff hitter for Wilmot. Union. We are just looking it up, talking with Alex back in the studio. Uh, where's Wilmot? <laughs> That's what we want to know. Here is the pitch, and that one is swung on in a little foul ball back into the catcher Anna count. She could not hold on to it, though, so it is no balls and two strikes just underway here at Bayport High School. The starting pitcher, Skyler Kalmus, a swing and a miss. Opening strikeout. 
That's the way you start things here for Kakana. There's one away. That will bring up Brecken Mercer for the Wilmot Union Panthers. 13 and 10 overall did not get off to a good start as we have a little uh, mound visit here between the catcher Anna LeCount and the starting pitcher Skyler Kalmus coming in at 13 and 0 on the season. ERA well below two. She looks at her left wrist where she's got a little chart on her wrist. Here's the pitch. Fouled right back into the catcher. That is Anna LeCount. It's no balls and one strike on this. It's, it's a turf field. You don't see too many of these uh, around the area. But uh, the turf is, it's all like reddish. Here's the pitch. Taken for a strike. No balls and two strikes. Took a little something off of that one and faked Mercer out. Little check swing. No balls and two strikes and one away. It's a, it's a red turf. You get the white lining. Uh, the green outfield. Here's the 0-2. Right in there. Call. Strike three. And there's two away. Back-to-back -back strikeouts to start this one. So it's a red turf. Got the white lining. Of course, the white bases. The green outfield. Got the Bayport, the big blue Bayport uh, logo in center field here for the state tournament. It is 200 down right field. 200 down left field. Guess what? 200 to center field as well. The first pitch is taken for a strike to Anna Wisnowski. Wisnowski on the season. Try and get her numbers here. They give us some, some numbers here. And that one's bounced in, and the first ball is thrown by Kalmus. Wisnowski batting 482. 30 runs driven in. Six home runs. She leads the way for this Wilmot Union team. And swings and misses at that one on the off-speed pitch from Kalmus. It's one ball and two strikes. Two away, back-to-back -back strikeouts to start this one. Winner will move on and play later on this evening. The 1-2 bounces in there. Two balls and two strikes. Little uh, waste pitch, as we like to say. A nice day here at Bayport High School. Let's check the temp here. I've got 81 here at game time. That one taken inside. That's going to bring the count full. Three balls and two strikes. With two away here, top half of inning number one. Glad to have you with us on this Monday afternoon. The wind by Kalmus. Foul backwards. It'll stay full. Three balls and two strikes. Kalmus, your pitcher. Anna LeCount catching over at first. Taryn Christopher. Second, Haley Whitman. Chloe Hinkins is at short. And at third, Paige Miller. Payoff pitch. Here it is. Swing and a miss. Swinging she goes. Back to back to back strikeouts to lead off the game. We head to the bottom half of inning number one. Wilmot Union nothing. Kakana coming up after this on the score. Back here in the U.S. Air Force broadcast table. Bayport High School is the location for game number one of hopefully two today. Three up, three down on three strikeouts. And Kakana comes up to bat. One, two, three for them. It will be Callie Meredith, Anna Van Aston, and Anna LeCount for 
The Kakana Galloping Ghosts coming in at 24-2, and two, the number one seed in all of the land. And the left-handed hitting, Callie Meredith is up, takes the first one for a ball, just a bit outside as I sit. Want me to get rid of this? You need it? Okay. Just asking some of my media friends if they need a seat. Got a couple of television stations here just to my left. Here's the pitch and the drag bunt. She took it. One ball and one strike to Callie Meredith. Meredith, according to my stats here, on the season, a 489 hitter. Facing a one ball and one strike pitch. Swing and a base hit into center field. Just did squeak through and a leadoff runner for Kakana. In Callie Meredith. She stands at first for Ana Van Aston. Van Aston. The junior left fielder, also left-handed hitter. Facing the pitcher today, which is Anna Wisnowski. The stud player for them. That one taken for a ball low. One ball and no strikes. Diving back into first is Meredith. No throw down there. Meredith on with a leadoff hit for Kakana. Bottom half inning number one, no score. And the left-handed hitting Van Aston will step in. Love this. They give me stats and everything. 422 hitter she is. She's got five or six home runs, I should say. No, I'm looking at Anna LeCount. That one's taken for ball. Two balls and no strikes. It's really small printing here, so hopefully I'm reading the right numbers. She's got one home run. Slugging 482. Uh, batting 422. And off and running on the pitch. Was Meredith, she stands at second now after the stolen base. Anna Van Aston stepping in against Anna Wisnowski. Trying to get her pitching numbers here really soon. And a drag bunt, and she didn't bring it back. Two balls and one strike from Wisnowski. Five and four on the season, 2.39 ERA, 55 innings pitch, so she is definitely their ace on the mound for the Panthers of Wilmot Union. Two ball, one strike count to Anna Van Aston. And went after that one. Did she get a piece of it? Off and running to third base. All right, so she did not get a piece of it. She just went after it. So off and running to third was Meredith. It will be a strike, but she's allowed to stay at third. All right, so Meredith stands at third after another stolen base back-to-back -back for her. Van Aston facing the 2-2 pitch. Take it outside and low. Brings the count full. Three balls and two strikes. Good job by the catcher, Sophia Schmidt. Keeping that one from getting away. A very short backstop here, though. So don't know if anybody would be able to score on a pass ball, but I guess we'll find out. A payoff pitch from Wisnowski to Van Aston. Taking her time. Now she wants timeout. She's granted it. Stepping out is Van Aston. Takes a couple of practice swings. Coach Tim Rarig down at third. Cheering her on. Here's a pitch. A little slapper to the dugout for a foul. It'll stay three balls and two strikes. Again, I'm in between the Kakana dugout and home plate. Great vantage point. I'm feet away from the action. Love this state 
Softball, the 3-2. Slot down to third base. The shortstop comes up with it, throws over, and not in time. An RBI infield single for Cali Mer- for Van Assen, scoring Meredith, and it's a 1-0 Kakana lead. And that'll bring up Anna LeCount coming across to score Meredith. She grabbed it in time, but I don't think she would have got her, so I'm going to count it as a hit. So back-to-back hits to open up this game. And off and running and easily going to dive in for a stolen bases, Van Aston. The Panthers were not expecting that, and that's three stolen bases already here in the first inning for Kukana. I know what the... uh, what the game plan is today. Let's get on and let's get over and let's get in. No balls and one strike. It was a strike to LeCount, the pitch in the quote unquote dirt, which is the turf. One ball and one strike on deck, Chloe Hinkins. LeCount this season. She only batted 455. That's it. Six home runs. The 1 1 pitch. Pops that one. Should it get over the net? It does. And out of play. One ball and two strikes as the clouds start to roll in. That's the first time I actually looked up and saw the clouds when that pop fly went up into the clouds. They're getting a little gray here. I'm semi-worried. <laughs> Weren't expecting any kind of showers, but one ball and two strikes to LeCount. Swing and a miss. Strike three, the first out of the inning. As the count goes down, swinging one away. With one on for Chloe Hinkins. The senior shortstop steps in with a runner at second. And one away, the first offering to Hinkins. Swinging a foul back into the helmet of the catcher. And she looks all right. Schmidt comes over, grabs it just feet away from me. And it's no balls and one strike. Coach Tim Rarick wants to talk things over with Chloe Hinkins. Comes over for a little uh, visit on the third base side. Hinkins gets the instructions. Maybe thinking just a little bunt here. Get uh, Van Aston over to third. Van Aston at second. Back-to-back singles to start off. She got over there on a stolen base. Scoring position. Yep, squaring a bunt, and it is a good one. Out to the pitcher, on to first for the second out. But on to third goes Van Aston after the sacrifice bunt by Chloe Hinkins. And there's two away. Kakana up 1-0 here in the bottom of the first inning. Back-to-back singles to start. Strikeout and a sacrifice. Runner at third now for Haley Whitman. Stand in against the pitcher and bounces that one to third. And it just did go foul. Called by the home plate umpire, Dan Huffman. He is from River Falls. Out of first base, we have Nick Bean. He is from Hammond. And at third base, Mike DeWire. He is from Mondovi. That's your guys in blue here today for this state quarterfinal. Winners move on and will play later on tonight. Out and foul backwards. No balls and two strikes. Winners. We'll move on and play at UW Green Bay this evening. Winner of this one gets either Burlington or Cedarburg. They are waiting in the wings here at Bayport High School. 
No balls and two strikes to Haley Whitman. The junior second baseman uh, waits the pitch. Here it is. Ooh, that was close. She took one. That's a tough one to take. Might have been a touch high, I guess, from my vantage point. Makes it one ball and two strikes. Van Aston down at third. One run is in and two away. The one-two pitch. Swing and foul backwards into the tall netting. The catcher Schmidt actually caught it off of the net. And my friend Scott would say, hey, that's an out. <laughs> Scott, I know you're listening. <laughs> he thinks if it bounces off the net and you catch it, it, it should be an out. Uh, no, two balls and two strikes. But two away, the pitch to Whitman up high. Brings the count full, three balls and two strikes. With two away, opening inning, one nothing. Kakana with one run in, the payoff pitch will be coming from Wisnowski to Whitman and lines that one in the right field, going over, diving catch made, Katie Beagle. What a defensive play that was. And Kakana does come up with one run. Might have had two if Beagle doesn't get there. It's a definite two runs. One run on two hits and no errors. One left on base. We head to inning number two. It is Kakana one, Wilmot nothing on the score. Back here at Bayport High School, inning number two is underway. First pitch swinging. It'll be three or four, five, six in the lineup. That one up the middle for a base hit. And the first base runner for Wilmot Union is on here in the top half of inning number two. Base hit by Haley Morton. That'll bring up Sophia Schmidt, the catcher. Then Catherine Bubel, Elena Buchanan, Kimmy Zender, and Katie Beagle for the Panthers with the leadoff runner on. It's one nothing ghosts. That one taken for a strike fastball from the pitcher. Skyler Kalmus. Looked outstanding in that game uh, against Green Bay Preble that we did just a couple of days ago. This one, little tapper out to third. The throw on to second is in time. No relay, but they do get the lead runner. So Schmidt will stand at first after the fielder's choice. And with one out, that'll be Catherine Mubel. Only 5-3 or 5-4 put out. And we'll, all right. So we will have a runner. Jess Dorabeck. It's another thing of what I like about being this close to the action. You get a chance to hear what the umpires are saying. Jess Dorabeck will be the runner out at first after the fielder's choice. And with one away, that will bring up Catherine Bubel, the third baseman for the Panthers. Here's the pitch. Slapper out to third. No, it goes to short. Over to second in time. Again, no relay, but that will be two away. That one's sliding right in between Miller and Hankins. Hankins slid to get it on this turf. Threw it over to second in time, and there's two away. But again, runner will stay at first. Bring up the seventh hitter in the lineup after the 6-4 put out. So there's two outs. And Buchanan coming up. Takes the first one. Fastball for a strike. Buchanan hitting 389 on the season. Does have a couple of home runs. 
slugging 6-11. Pretty good hitting team here in Wilmot. Here is the 0-1. That one will get out of play, pop backwards. And yeah, great crowd here today as I turn around, take a look. Lots of orange. Lots of red also for Wilmot. They are located down near Lake Geneva, basically by the uh, Wisconsin-Illinois border for Wilmot. Coming up here to basically Green Bay. Here's the 0-2 pitch, just a little high. One ball and two strikes to Atlanta Buchanan. A junior second baseman for the Panthers. With the runner on first and two outs. Here's a one-two. Taken outside, two balls and two strikes. It's one-nothing Kukana. We play in the top of inning number two. Stepping back in is Buchanan. Kimmy Zinder waits on deck. Here is a pitch from Kalmus. Outside. So after getting ahead, the count is now full. Three balls, two strikes, two outs, top of the second inning. Out there at first is Booba. And off and running, and she walked her. Two runners on now. Running over to second is Boobell. Kimmy Zender will now come up after the first walk of the game issued by Kalmus. Her number's on the year at her 25th walk, according to the stats given to us by the WIA. First pitch is up high for a ball, 1-0. Kalmus coming in 12-1, a 1.66 ERA. 12 complete games, 79 innings pitched. 59 strikeouts to just now 25 walks. The 1-0 pitch to Kimmy Zender. That's upstairs. Two balls and no strikes to Zender. She is a junior and batting 220 on the season. Coming in this one, the 2-0 pitch from Kalmus is lined into left field for a base hit. Rounding third, headed for home are two runners and a two RBI double by Kimmy Zinder gives Wilmot the two to one lead. Two RBIs on the full count pitch there. That was a double, so she stands out at second. All the way in as Boobell, all the way in as Buchanan. And we come to the ninth person in the lineup, that is Katie Beagle. The right-handed hitter Beagle takes the first one for a strike. I had to stand up to see that one. A little bit of a uh, uh, view that I could not see. Because <laughs> we got a couple of people standing up just to my left, which is all right. Swing and a miss. Quickly ahead is Kalmus. No balls and two strikes. Two runs are in with two outs here in the top half of inning number two. Twos are wild. And the 0-2 pitch. Upstairs, one ball and two strikes to... Katie Beagle, 235 hitter in the regular season. Beagle only a sophomore. There are four sophomores listed on this Wilmot Union squad. Little roller out to third, and the throw over is in time by Paige Miller. But Wilmot gets two in the inning with two hits and one left on base. We head to the bottom of the second. It's Wilmot two, Kakana one on the score. 
It is our Fast Signs game of the week. State softball here. As we start the bottom of the second inning, taken for a ball, Paige Miller, Lily Rearing, and Kiana Jansen, 6, 7, and 8 in the lineup for Kakana. Facing a 2-1 deficit here to Wilmot. Got to be the surprise of the entire tournament here. And that one bunted backwards. One ball and one strike to Paige Miller. The sophomore third baseman. One of the leading hitters on the team at 524. 20 runs driven in. Slugging 619 on the season. The left-handed hitter Paige Miller facing Anna Wisnowski. Takes that one right down the middle for a strike. Two balls, or one ball and two strikes, I should say. Two to one, Wilmot leading in the bottom of the second. As the wind starts to pick up, and I was just talking with Alex there in the break back in the studio. Here's the pitch. Upstairs, two balls and two strikes. I'm going to trust our house meter, uh, meter uh, weather guy. And Alex Thomas telling me, radar looks okay. I'm telling you right now, these clouds don't look okay. The 2-2 pitch and swing and miss. Strike three, the second strikeout for Wisnowski. And there's one away. Yeah, the clouds uh, they don't look real, real promising. <laughs> I, I hope it holds off because, well, I'm outside. Did not expect this. Got to run the festival, get a couple of uh, plastic bags or something. All right, that brings up Lily Rarig. And a check swing that she'd go around. She did. No balls and one strike to Rarig. The sophomore designated player hitting for the pitcher, Skyler Kalmus. No balls and one strike to Rarig. Nice off-speed pitch in there for a strike. Wisnowski has it working on the hill after giving up that early couple of back-to-back -back base hits there to start the game. And the early run scored by Meredith, but she has really settled in, has Wisnowski. No balls and two strikes to Rarig. The wine, the delivery, swing and a miss. Back-to-back -back strikeouts. Here in the bottom of the second inning. Give Wisnowski three Ks now. In the first seven batters, that'll bring up Kiana Jansen. For Kakana, the pitch from Wisnowski. Little pop fly, third base side. It's going to just roll foul. The third third baseman, Boobell, she would have had no play at all, but Boobell rolling over and uh, just waiting for it to go foul, and it did. So it's no balls and one strike to Kiana Jansen. She holds the record for most home runs in a practice, as I look at the notes here from Coach Rarick. That one line, right field foul ball. He gave me a few little tidbits on the ladies. Canna holds the record for most home runs in a practice. At Kakana with seven home runs. <laughs> oh, she can wallop the ball. On the season, a 397 hitter with six home runs. Tied for the team lead. No balls and two strikes to her with two away. As we play in the bottom half of inning number two, the pitch. Took that one, and she should have swung. What a pitch by Wisnowski. Back-to-back-to-back strikeouts. And that will do it for two innings of play. 
No runs, no hits, nobody left on base. We go to inning number three, Wilmot two, Kakana one on the score. And we work quickly here at the state tournament. <laughs> My papers start to blow away as well. The 0-1 pitch, a slapper for a foul. No balls and two strikes. Uh, back to the top of the lineup we go for Wilmot. One, two, and three for them. In the third inning, Panthers lead the Ghosts two to one. Winner will play later on today at UW-Green Bay. Of course, the weather permitting. I'm getting more scared about that. There's a slap bunt foul. No balls and two strikes to Pi. Pi. The uh, sophomore center fielder for Wilmot facing an 0-2 pitch. Taking upstairs for a ball, one and two. Pi in the first inning led off the game by striking out. That led off three strikeouts in a row for Kalmus. Swing and a miss, and for the second time today, Keegan Pye is a strikeout victim of Kalmus. Give her four strikeouts now. Back up comes Brecken Mercer with one away in the third inning. A 2-1 Wilmot lead. They scored twice last inning with two outs. And the first offering right in there. Nice fastball. Oh, just missed off. All right. Again, I'm just to the left of the plate. I guess, well, to, to the, the right-handers, the right-handed hitting batter's box. That pitch bounced over the third baseman's head into left field. And a one-out runner for Wilmot. Mercer is on with the third hit of the game for the Panthers. And it'll bring up Anna Wisnowski, the dangerous hitter here for Wilmot Union. Up two to one here in the top half of inning number three and the 482 batter with six home runs on the season. The pitch, little high, one ball and no strike from the home plate umpire, Dan Huffman. He hails from River Falls. Men in blue here this afternoon. Yeah, we're, we're rolled into this afternoon. The 1-0 pitch. Outside, two balls and no strikes and the wind really, really starts to pick up now. Again, using a lot of tape. Thank you to our engineering department for including <laughs> some of our duct tape here. Allen's upstairs for a ball. Three balls and no strikes. Clapping down the third base side. Their head coach, Jenny Jacobson, in her fifth season. Getting Wilmot Union after a really slow start to the season. Here they are at State, the 3-0. In the dirt, which is really turf, and on four pitches, Wisnowski will take first. Mercer will head over to second, and there's two on with one away for Haley Morton. Out to the walk, issued by Kalmus. And we will say Annika Wenzel is now the runner. Annika Wenzel gets into the scorebook here. She'll be the runner for the pitcher out there at first, and the first offering is down low. One ball and no strikes to Ailey Morton. She grounded to third just last inning, and time is called now, and we will have a mound visit. This will give us a chance to 
to ask a question for all of the guys out there, why, why is it that we're hauling all kinds of stuff in our trucks, lumber, ATVs, furniture, everything strapped down tight except for you? Come on, fellas, you're just as important as your buddy's blue plaid sofa. Buckle up. Pickup trucks rock. They also roll. No matter what you drive, buckle up. Phones down. A message from the Department of Transportation, the WIAA, and us here at the score. Mound visit complete. One ball and no strikes to Haley Morton. 0 for 1 today. Uh, check that she singled and then got thrown out at second. So she's 1 for 1 today for Morton. And the pitch bounces off of her knee. It is a foul ball. Even sings up. One ball and one strike with Mercer out at second. Wenzel, the courtesy runner at first. After a leadoff strikeout, two runners on and a 2-1 game for Wilmot in the top of the third inning. Swinging a liner down the left field, it's foul. She got around, pulled that one. It will be one ball and two strikes to Morton. Senior first baseman batting 350 coming into this one. And the pitch. Swing and a miss. Got her swinging. Second strikeout of the inning. Fifth strikeout of the game for Skylar Kalmus. And there's two away with two on for Sophia Schmidt. Catcher number six, Sophia Schmidt. Out there at second, it is Mercer after singling. Wenzel is the runner at first. After the walk to Wisnowski. And the first offering, a little golf swing and a miss by Schmidt. Just last inning, reached on a fielder's choice and then was thrown out on a grounder. I say her runner was Dorobic. And the 0-1. Up high, they throw it down to first and they got her. What a play, the throw from LeCount down to Christopher and caught the runner leaning and that ends the top half of inning number three. We go to the bottom half. It is Wilmot leading two to one here on the score. Speaking of a rocket, see what I did there? How about Anna LeCount with the throw down to Christopher? Caught the runner leaning. And we go to the bottom half of inning number three. Kakana still facing a 2-1 deficit as we will go 9-1-2 and two in the lineup. And the winner here will move on and play at UW-Green Bay tonight at approximately 7 o'clock. They will face either Burlington or Cedarburg. That's the 4-5 matchup. They seed them here once we get to state play. Kakana, the number one seed, coming in at 24-2. Wilmot, the eighth seed, after getting off to such a slow start of the season. They lost their first three, won two in a row, then lost four in a row. They were two and seven at one point. Hey, that doesn't matter. Here we play at state. And the first one taken by Taryn Christopher for a ball up high. One ball and no strikes. Christopher, only a freshman, only freshman listed on either roster here today. And the 1-0 pitch, lined into left center field. It's a gapper. It'll hit the wall, and she will easily reach second. A leadoff stand-up double for Taryn Christopher. And the Ghosts have the tying run at second. As you can hear, the 
Ghost crowd right behind me. And the dugout just to my left. As I'm in between home plate and the Kakana dugout, so you will hear a lot of cheering if something happens here. The pitch to Meredith, taken outside for a ball. She got things going in the first inning with a leadoff hit. She stole second, she stole third, she came in easily on an RBI single by Van Aston, who sits on deck. Anna Wisnowski, the pitcher, looks at her wrist, gets the call, and the left-handed hitting Meredith awaits. And timeout is granted by Meredith. She will step out. Callie Meredith, sophomore center fielder, batting 489 on the year, 17 RBIs and a chance to get another one. Pops this one to third base, though. Awaiting that was Catherine Bubel. That was an easy out, and there's one away. Just did get underneath it on the bunt attempt. And Anna Van Aston will come up. After the fly out to the third baseman. One out and Van Aston will step back in. Second time today. She got it going in the first. An RBI single. Pissed to her way high and outside. 1-0. Sophia Schmidt, the catcher, had to jump up and grab that one. One ball and no strikes. 2-1. to one. Wilmot leading Kakana here in the third. But that tying run stands out there at second base. Van Aston takes that one all the way. Too low, almost bounced off the red turf here at Bayport High School. So used to saying in the dirt, but it's in the turf today. And you heard the pregame uh, question to Coach Tim Rarig. This is what they practice in, so they're, they're, they're no stranger to this type of situation as far as what they're playing in. The 2-0 pits to Van Aston, swing and a miss. Strike one, two and one. Racing back to second is Christopher after the leadoff double. Tying run out there at second here in the third inning. So wind again really starts to whip up. I'm not as scared about the clouds anymore. Here's the pitch, that's outside. Three balls and one strike to Van Aston with that RBI single in the first. And also Stolabase, she was stranded then at third. The left-handed hitting Anna Van Aston looking in. And the swing and foul down the third base side. The third baseman gave a good chase at it, Bluebell. Anna, look at the team notes here, playing college softball, a number of schools interested, and has spent a ton of hours training future ghost catchers. I'm looking at the other Anna. All right. <laughs> Never mind. And that one taken for a ball. She will walk down to first after the walk, and the other Anna that I was talking about will come up with two runners on and just one out here in the third inning. The first walk issued by the pitcher Anna Wisnowski. So out at second is Christopher. At first is Van Aston, and Anna LeCount, the catcher, will step in. Takes the first one fastball for a strike right across. No balls in one strike. Let me re reread this again. She's playing college softball. <laughs> Has a number of schools interested. Ton of hours training future ghost catchers. She's meant a lot to this program for the ghosts. Up with two on here. Fouls that one backwards. It'll be no balls and two strikes. LeCount in the first inning. Struck out swinging. 
One of four strikeout victims for Wisnowski. Back out there on the hill, she steps outside of the circle and gets her hands nice and dry. Step back in, the 0-2. Almost hit her. Ducked away from it, though. One ball and two strikes to Anna LeCount. The junior catcher came into this one, 455 hitter. Six home runs, leads the way. The bouncer out to short. They will go to third for one, and that's it. On the force out, LeCount re receives first on the fielder's choice. On over to second is Van Aston. And I think we're going to have a runner out there at first for the catcher. After the 1-5 put out there, two away. That will be Diedrich to run at first. Willow Diedrich for LeCount. And stepping in will be Chloe Hinkins. With two down and two runners on. Still facing a 2-1 deficit as we play in the bottom half of inning number three. Kind of threatening, though. There's a pitch to Hinkins up high. One ball and no strikes. Hinkins, very, very nice sacrifice bunt. Back in the first inning. That runner did not come home, but it was a really nice bunt. And so she steps in. One ball and no strikes to Hinkins. Takes a curveball for a strike. That was a beauty from Anna Wisnowski. Wisnowski coming in. A 2.39 ERA, 5 and 4 on the season for the Wilmot Panthers. Here's the pitch. And a nice pitch. Right across for a strike. One ball and two strikes with two away. Runner at first and second. A tying run has been out there at second, it seems like, for a long time <laughs> after the leadoff double by Christopher. Yeah, there's a roller to first, scooped up in time. And the threat is ended. No runs on one hit and two runners left on. We head to inning number four. It is Wilmot 2, Kakana 1 here on the score. We roll right along on our Fast Science game of the week here on the score. It's state baseball, or state softball, I should say, here on the score. It is Kakana and Wilmot Union. As we go to inning number four, the Panthers with a 2-1 lead. Both of their runs coming in the second inning. It will be five, six, and seven in the lineup as the first one taken for a strike. Sophia Schmidt, Catherine Bubel, and Alana Buchanan. Five, six, and seven in the lineup for the Panthers. Facing Skylar Kalmus, second one. Little inside, one and one. Schmidt reached on a fielder's choice. And then her runner, Derobek, was stranded at first. Facing a one-one pitch. Fouls that one backwards. Again, a very short backstop here. Bayport High School is our location. State tournament for location number one. Should Kakana win, we'll be on the air tonight from UW-Green Bay. They switch facilities. The one-two pitch, swing, and a miss, strike three. Lead off strikeout, and there's one away. That is strikeout number six. Recorded for Skylar Kalmus. And with one away, Bubel will come back up. She scored the first run for 
Wilmot in the second inning, but she reached on a fielder's choice. First one just a little bit low. Good job trying to frame that one by LeCount. Didn't get the call, though, as, again, the, <laughs> the wind starts to whip up here, going from my left to right. Here's the 1-0. And just a dribbler down to third base side foul. Picking it up, the third baseman, Paige Miller. Gets it back over to the pitcher. Make sure all my papers are uh, strapped down here. <laughs> it, I mean, it just, just started. Like, I'm looking at the flag to my right. There's a flag to my left as well, but here's the 1-1 pitch. And that bounces in the turf. Two balls and one strike. It is definitely going left to right here as I sit at Bayport High School. Jam-packed here today, state softball action. Bouncer over to third, picked up by Miller. The throw on, and there's two away. Playing it perfectly was Miller. Played it on one hop. Two outs for Alana Buchanan. So you hear the Kakana crowd right behind me here. Lots of orange. Wilmot in their red bottoms and black tops with the white numerals. Here's the pitch. That's foul, third base side. Kukana in uh, well, grays. They got the orange socks, the white numerals, with ghosts written across their tops, and then their numbers on the back. It's like pretty much everybody has the high ankle going. That one fouled. No balls, and should be two strikes, right? It says 0-1 on the board. We'll go by that. Nope, it's 0-2. All right. <laughs> like, wait a minute. No balls and two strikes to Alana Buchanan. She walked and scored in the second inning. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Another strikeout recorded for Kalmus. And we head to the bottom half of inning number four. No runs, no hits, no errors. Three up, three down that time. Bottom half of inning number four coming. Wilmot two, Kakana one on the score. <laughs> I know they're kind of kind of weird and odd, but commercials always make me chuckle. We are back here. It is the Fast Signs game of the week. I am Joey D. Alex back in the studio, keeping us up and running. Bottom half of the fourth inning. It is Wilmot 2 and Kakana 1. A state quarterfinal winner will play either Cedarburg or Burlington. That game follows us here at Bayport. Hopefully, I'll be bringing you another game this evening from UW-Green Bay. Here we work five, six, and seven in the lineup for Kakana facing that 2-1 deficit. The first ball taking outside, two or one ball and no strikes to Haley Whitman. Whitman, the junior second baseman. Back in the first inning, ended the first. Bouncer to third, scooped up and the throw over easily. And there's one away. That's defense, Catherine Boobell. And that goes 5-3 on the put out. Brings up Paige Miller. Lily Rarig will follow her. Miller, 0 for 1. She struck out to lead off inning number 2. And the left-handed hitter takes this one outside and low. One ball and no strikes to Paige Miller. The sophomore third baseman. A lot of young talent on both of these teams. What a matchup we have here today. The D1 quarterfinal. 
That one way, way out in front. Two balls and no strikes. That one bounced even before the batter's box. Another left-handed hitter here for Kakana. In Paige Miller, second leading hitter on the team this season. Looking at a 2-0 pitch. Bunts that one, and it's a beauty. The pitcher picks it up, but not going to have a play. An infield hit, and with one away, the tying run is at first for Kakana. That was a beauty of a bunt. You hear the crowd yelling, it is rally time. I mean, it bounced right in front of home plate, and the pitcher Wisnowski came out to get it, but hustling down the first base side was Miller. And with one away, it'll be Rarig coming up for Kakana. Takes that one way outside. Good job by the catcher, Schmidt, keeping the runner from advancing. Lead off ground out, but then the infield bunt hit by Paige Miller. And Kakana's in business here in the bottom of the fourth. That tying run now out at first base. Pitcher looking at her wrist, gets the sign. It's Anna Wisnowski. And now granted time at home plate is Rarig. Designated player today, she is hitting for the pitcher, Skylar Kalmus. Rarig now looks at her wrist, looks down at Coach Tim Rarig. Gets the sign, here it is. Taking, but it got away from the catcher. On to second, sliding in there is Paige Miller. And the tying run is now out at second for Kikona. Don't call that a pass ball, she should have had that one. On the pass ball, now with one out. Out at second, representing the tying run, bottom of the fourth inning. One ball and one strike to Lily Rarig. And she makes something happen here. Fouls, that one's backwards, and you can hear the crowd right behind me. Oh, just did miss it. Staying alive, though, but with a one ball and two strike count. Walking around slowly around the pitcher's mound is Wisnowski. Two to one, Wilmot, but Kakana threatening. In the fourth inning, bottom half of the fourth. The one-two, just missed, just a little bit low. Wisnowski and the entire Wilmot dugout wants to know where that one was, and so does the announcer. <laughs> that was, whoo, how do you take that one? But she did, evens things up, two balls and two strikes. With the tying run out there at second, Rarig awaits, swing and a miss, strike three. Second time today, Rarig has gone down swinging. And there's two away. Kiana Jensen. Jensen steps in. 0 for 1 today. She struck out looking after back-to-back-to-back strikeouts there in the second inning by Wisnowski, first offering. And a little curveball. Looked a little high, but she took up for a strike. No balls and one strike. <laughs> you're going to hear the crowd more than me. I'm just going to let the crowd talk. <laughs> They'll tell you what happens. The 0-1. That one's in there. Fastball coming right back with it as Wisnowski. Quickly, it's 0-2 to Kiana Jansen. One of five strikeout victims is Jansen. She steps back in. And the 0-2 pitch just missed outside. One ball and two strikes. The catcher, Schmidt, tried to frame that one. Did a really good job. That was close. Oh, make up a call? No, they don't do that, Joseph. Stop it. <laughs> One ball and two strikes. Here it is. 
popped up high in the air. Third baseman should play this one and does. Bubel hauls it in, and that is it for Kakana, and that is it for four innings of play here from Bayport High School. We move to inning number five. It remains Wilmot two and Kakana one on the score. Aha, I will be at Road America this weekend, no doubt about that. I'm not going to miss this weekend with NASCAR coming to town. I'll be there. Right now, I'm at Bayport High School. I am Joey D. First ball taken for a strike right down the middle. It's 8-9-1 and one in the lineup for Wilmot Union. The Panthers with a 2-1 lead as we cruise on into inning number five. Zinder, Beagle, and back to the top of Keegan Pye. That one taken close. A ball, one ball, and one strike in the fifth inning. Zender had the huge hit in inning number two. So far is the difference in this one. A two-RBI double is what she smacked. That one taken upstairs. Two balls and one strike from Skyler Kalmus. That really is the only thing that Kalmus has given up. Just uh, three hits so far given up by Kalmus. But that big two RBI double by this person here, Zender, the 2-1. And took something off of it. The off-speeder went right across. Two balls and two strikes. As Zender gets a clap from their head coach, Jenny Jacobson, in her fifth season at the helm for the Wilmot Union Panthers. That one way down low, bounces across. And it brings the count full. Three balls and two strikes. Opening hitter of inning number five. 2-1 game. We got a good one here for you. Isn't that what Steve Harvey always says? Here's the payoff pitch. Lined into right center field. Nobody's going to get it. It reaches the gap. She thought about second, but will run back to first. And for the second time today, Kimmy Zender is on, this time in the form of a leadoff single here in the fifth inning. She might have made it to second, but after the single. See if we get a runner here. I believe we will. Coach Jacobson comes over. That looks like a number four. That's going to be Josephine Beinecke. All right, her in here. Josephine Beinecke is the runner at first after the leadoff single by Kimmy Zender and stepping in the ninth person in the lineup. That's Katie Beagle. Beagle over one today, showing Bunt and a nice one. Picked up, though, by the third baseman before it could roll back into fair territory. It'll be no balls and one strike. Nice job charging on that one, Paige Miller. Uh, back in the second inning, Beagle grounded out to third. That was the third out of inning number two. As we play here in the fifth, leadoff runner on. Here's the pitch. Squaring, and the throw down to first would have had her, but it rolls into right field. Now they throw it back to first, almost got her leaning. And after all of that, Beinecke slides back into first. She thought about, she started for second as the throw got away from the first baseman, Christopher. A nice job by the right fielder, Jansen, coming on and making sure that the runner did not advance. And after the excitement, it's 0-2. Swing and a strike three. Another strikeout by Kalmus. There's one away. And back to the top of the lineup we go. Strikeout number three, four, five, six, seven. Strikeout number eight for Kalmus. 
And the left-handed hitting Keegan Pye steps back in. Offers at that one, no balls and one strike. She, of the eight, Pye has struck out twice. Or Keegan Pye. Facing Kalmus, here's the pitch. Little slap bunt out to second and unable to handle it was Whitman. And there's gonna be two aboard with just one out after the error by Whitman. Should have easily gloved that one. The first error of the game and it goes on Kakona. So out of first is Pye, on to second goes the courtesy runner Beinecke. And with just one out, runners at first and second, Brecken Mercer We'll step back in for the third time today. A slapper out to second. This time she does handle it over to third in time to get the force out. Nice job by Haley Whitman that time, gloving it. She was playing in, threw it over, and just did get the runner in time. Reaching on the fielder's choice will be Mercer. On over to second goes Pye. And with two away, Anna Wisnowski will come up the very dangerous hitter. After the force out. Beinecke takes a seat. That was four to five on the put out. First one taken for a ball, one ball and no strikes. Wisnowski, 482 hitter on the season. Six dingers, 30 RBIs. And a pitch, grounded to third. Scooped up by Miller on to first, and that will do it. They leave two runners out there on the base paths. No runs, one hit, one error, and two left on. We head to the bottom of the fifth. It is Wilmot two and Kakana one on the score. Back here, Bayport High School. Overcast, but uh, pretty nice, a little, little windy day for high school state softball. The first pitch taken for a strike to the bottom of the lineup. Taryn Christopher coming up for Kakana. It's Wilmot two, Kakana one, bottom of the fifth. Nine, one, and two in the lineup. Christopher, Meredith, and Van Aston will face the pitcher Wisnowski. Gave up that uh, leadoff run. There's a bouncer, just gets past her and it's gonna fall dead. An infield hit to lead off the fifth. For Kakana and the tying run is on. The pitcher Wisnowski got a little bit of her glove on it. And the third baseman and the shortstop couldn't do anything with it in the infield hit. Only the fourth of the game. Check that fifth of the game. And back to the top of the order. A little slap bunt and a foul. As it was taken by the catcher Schmidt behind home plate. And Meredith will trot back. And then over to first goes Christopher after the infield hit. Get something going here, goes. Left-handed hitting, Callie Meredith. One for two today, let off the game with a single. The pitch to her. Nice bunt to third base. The throw over will get her, but on to second goes. The tying run after the sacrifice bunt of beauty by Callie Meredith. So there's one away for Anna Van Aston. I'm calling her Ava, haven't I? It's Ava. <laughs> I've been saying Anna. It's Ava. So Ava steps in. And first pitch swinging. 
for a strike. No balls and one strike to Ava. Got things going with that RBI single in the first inning. And stole a base but was stranded at third. She also walked and was stranded at second. So she's been aboard twice. Up in a big situation here. There's a foul into the netting. No balls and two strikes quickly here on Ava Van Assen. We got Anna coming up next, Joseph. It's Anna next. This is Ava. <laughs> Ava, the junior left fielder. Batting 422 coming into the tournament. Here's the pitch. Slaps that one third base side. Will get down for a foul. And it will remain. The balls and two strikes. Back over to second goes Christopher after the leadoff infield single. Sacrifice bump by Meredith. And Ava will step back in. The junior left-handed hitting left fielder. With a count on deck. Tying run out there at second in the fifth inning with one away. The pitch to Ava. Swinging a liner into right center field. It will get down. Rounding third and heading for home is Christopher. And Van Aston will have a stand-up RBI triple. And we are tied at two. What a smash by Van Aston. She's aboard for the third time today, and she represents the go-ahead run now at third. Coming in to score was Christopher. And I don't know if it's uh, what's happening here. I guess the umpire came over to talk with the uh, bench for the Ghosts. At any rate, out of third is the go-ahead run. Just one away here in the bottom of the fifth inning after the RBI triple by Van Aston, and the count will step in. Here's the pitch. And an excuse me swing goes down first base side. Foul, no balls, and one strike to the big hitter, Anna LeCount. Nice little rally going here for Kakana in the fifth inning. We are tied up at two apiece. The leadoff infield single. Sacrifice bump by Meredith. RBI triple by Van Aston. LeCount facing an 0-1 pitch. That one popped up and did not go over the netting. Look out! <laughs> Almost hit LeCount. She wasn't looking. And it bounced off the top, of the very top of the netting. Came back down and Anna almost got one to the noggin there. <laughs> kind of laughs it off. She will face a no ball, two strike pitch from pitcher Wisnowski. To LeCount, the pitch. Pop that one. That one will get over the netting. Look out over there. Just over the dugout for Wilmot to my right side as I look at it. No balls and two strikes. One run is in. And the go-ahead runner is standing at third. The 0-2 pitch to LeCount. Oh, just missed. That was a great pitch. I don't know how you take that if you're Anna, but... That's why I'm sitting here. <laughs> the pitcher Wisnowski walking around the big softball pitcher's circle, wondering where that one was. One ball and two strikes to Anna count. Here it is upstairs, two and two. That one clearly a ball. Taking all the way, and the Kakana crowd really getting into it right behind me here. LeCount steps back in. She struck out in the first, reached on a fielder's choice in the third, and a big situation here in the fifth. Go-ahead runner at third, but just one away. Two balls and two strikes. Here it is. 
Allen again, framed nicely by the catcher, but taken for a ball. Sophia Schmidt doing a great job behind home plate. Asking the umpire where that one was, home plate umpire Dan Huffman looks over to the dugout, says it missed by just this much. And so we have a full count. Three balls, two strikes, the payoff pitch. Upstairs, she walked her. Two runners on now. Second time today, LeCount is on pace. And that is the courtesy runner that is coming in. That'll be Diedrich running again for the second time for LeCount. So you've got Van Aston there at third. Do we have a runner over there? Yeah, she's at third. Uh, runner at first as well. First and third, just one away in a tie game. 2-2. Two -two. The pitch to Hankins is in there for a strike. No balls and one strike. Inning led off with an infield hit by Christopher. Then a sacrifice bunt and a big RBI triple by Van Aston. And then the walk to LeCount. So just one away for Chloe Hinkins popped that one back into the netting. That is Van Assen there at third. She doesn't have a number on her front side. They don't. So I got to wait till they turn around. I thought maybe there was a runner, but nope. It is Van Assen at third. LeCount at first. Hinkins up to bat facing an 0-2 pitch from Wisniewski. Here it is. Popped into shallow center field. Will it be deep enough? It is caught. The relay into home plate, and it is not in time. Sliding in with the go-ahead run is Avo Van Aston, and the Ghosts have a three-to-two lead. The sacrifice RBI to center field. If the throw is in there, she gets her. It was in time, but it was way far right. On to second goes LeCount. Scoring is Van Aston. There are two away, but Kakana has the 3-2 lead with two runs in here in the bottom of the fifth. What a game. Two outs for Haley Whitman, the batter. She is 0-2 today, slaps this one to third. And an easy play by the third baseman, Catherine Bubel. But Kakana strikes and takes the lead. We head to inning number six, two runs on two hits. And one left on base. We go to inning number six. It's now Kakana three and Wilmot two on the score. Please stop talking. Uh, I talk here in the sixth inning now. We play on. Nice rally for Kakana coming from behind. This one a long way from over yet, though. It will be four, five, and six in the lineup for the Wilmot Union Panthers. The new score, though, Kakana three. And Wilmot Union two in the sixth inning. Haley Morton will come up for the third time today. Takes the first one for a ball outside. She singled and was then forced out later on in the second. Struck out in the third, so one for two today for Morton. Facing Skylar Kalmus, now working with a three to two lead. That one taken outside. She falls behind Morton. Two balls and no strikes. What a game we got going on here. Morton awaits the pitch. That one way down low, bounced in there. Three and oh, we will see. 
Does she have a green flag waving? What happened here with Morton, the cleanup hitter in the lineup for Wilmot? And taking all the way. She didn't have the green for a strike. Three balls and one strike now to Haley Morton. Morton, one of their senior leaders, swings and misses at the off-speed pitch from Kalmas. That was a beauty. Brings the count full, three balls and two strikes. Lead-off hitter here of inning number six in a one-run game. And the pitch, Walker. Lead-off runner is on for Wilmot, and that will bring up Sophia Schmidt for the third time today. And are we going to have ourselves a runner? We got the uh, coach, Jenny Jacobson, coming on to talk to the uh, – let's see here what number we got out there. Is that number one, I believe? I don't have a number one for them. Huh. All right, we'll see who that is out there. We do have a courtesy runner. After the leadoff walk, I'm not showing a number one. Okay, hmm. I don't – there it is. Okay, I see her. Annika Wenzel will come on and run. She was the runner for Wisnowski back in the third. And now, again, it will be Annika Wenzel out at first now with no way. Nobody down here in the top half of inning number six. Sophia Schmidt will step in for the third time with Wenzel at first. The runner for Morton. Here's the pitch. Right in there for a strike. Nice fastball from Kalmus. It's 0-1. Schmidt today reached on a fielder's choice. And then her runner was thrown out at second on a force play. And she also struck out. That one taken just missed outside. One ball and one strike. Schmidt struck out in the fourth as we play on here in the sixth. Leadoff runner is on. That is the tying run out at first for the Panthers. Outside for a ball. The fake throw down to first by Anna LeCount, the catcher. And the runner, Wenzel, races back over to first. Two balls and one strike. The right-handed hitting, Schmidt. Off-speed pitch right across. Not going to get much more beauty than that. Two balls and two strikes now from Skyler Kalmus. Kalmus uh, waiting out there on the hill. And the delivery foul backwards. It'll stay two balls and two strikes. Skyler Kalmas, the junior, five foot ten hurler. Their ace all season long. Skyler brings it. Popped up short on the infield. Shortstop has it. Throws over to first, and it's a double play. Hinkins was playing it perfectly. Caught that one on the fly. Easily got the runner trying to get back to first, and there's two down. Nice play by Hankins. On the fly out. Easy throw over. Two down now for Catherine Boobell, the right-handed hitter. Steps in. Lines this one to right center field. That's going to fall. She will have extra bases if she wants it. She's sliding into second. And a two-out double for Wilmot Union. Puts the tying run at second. Well, she got a hold of that one. It was a little closer there at second than you would think that I made it sound, but out at second, Boobell. 
And with two outs, Alana Buchanan steps in. She scored their second run in that two-run second inning. Now with the tying run out at first. First one is a ball low. 1-0 to Buchanan. She walked and then would come around to score on the big two RBI double. And then she struck out in the fourth inning. Facing Kalma swings and misses a this one. Even things up. Should be one ball and a strike, correct? Out there at second after the double is Boobell. With two outs, she does represent the tying run in a 3-2 game. Bottom or top of the sixth. Swing and a miss on a nice curveball. Had her swinging way before the ball even got to the plate. Oh, my. Buchanan, a couple of practice swings. Stepping back in. One ball and two strikes. Kalmus winds and delivers. Just over her head, out to short. And the throw over in time by Hinkins. And they get out of the jam. How about that one? We head to the bottom of the sixth inning. It is Kakana three and Wilmot two on the score. You know, when you're faced with a challenge, how you respond determines a real winner's rule. Mutual believes there's something more important than just winning or losing a game. They believe the team, school, and fans who support their athletes with dignity and class are the true champions. Rural Mutual, since 1965, the Sportsmanship Award. Visit ruralmutual.com slash WIAA and see how their team and your community can work together to be true champions. Hopefully we're calling champions softball. Wouldn't be till Wednesday, but here we are in the quarterfinals, Division One. First pitch swinging is Paige Miller for Kakana. As we go to the bottom of the sixth, they lead three to two after the big two-run rally in the fifth inning. And they're up three to two. The winner will play later on this evening against either Burlington or Cedarburg. And left-handed hitting Miller squares to bunt, but it's fouled backwards. It'll be no balls and two strikes. She falls behind quickly. Six, seven, and eight for Kakana here. Miller, Rarig, and Jansen. Miller struck out in the second. Nice infield single in the fourth inning and up here to lead off inning number six. Facing an 0-2 pitch. Slaps it down third base side foul. We'll do it again. Nice crowd again here. Lots in orange and also the red, white, and black from Wilmot Union. Coming all the way up from basically the uh, state border down by uh, Lake Geneva for Wilmot Union, as I looked it up earlier on the map. That one flies back and would have hit me straight in the face if there was not a net <laughs> right in front of me. That's one of those you go, whoo, huh. All right, let's do it again. <laughs> Came right at me. And then you take a deep breath and be thankful for nets. No balls and two strikes to Paige Miller. And the pitcher back out there, Anna Wisnowski. That one out to short. And on over to first, not in time. Hustling it out for a leadoff infield single for the second time today. Paige Miller showing her wheels, and she's on in the bottom of the sixth. Second infield single for Paige. And the designated player will come in, Lily Roerig. 
It's Lily time, as the crowd says behind me. It's Lily time. Lily steps in. Hasn't been her time today, though. 0 for 2, a uh, couple of strikeouts. One in the second, one in the fourth, and the lefty. In there to bunt, and a nice one. The throw down to first is in time. Throw down to second. Diving back in there was Miller, but the sacrifice bunt for Lily. And a big, big time insurance run is out there at second base after the sacrifice by Rarick. There's one away for Kiana. And Kiana steps in 0 for 2 today. Big, big run out there at second. It's 3 to 2 Kukana. We play in the bottom of the sixth swing and a miss on the fastball. Jansen struck out in the second inning. Struck out looking and then popped out to third base in the fourth. So 0 for 2 today for Kiana. Jansen coming into this one. About a 400 hitter. Slaps this one third base foul. And snowballs and two strikes up, but the uh, scoreboard's been behind a little today. It's three to two. Kakana leading Wilmot. With one away. Big runner out there at second after the infield single by Paige Miller. And the sacrifice by Rarick. No balls and two strikes. Just a little bit low. She walks that one all the way through and a good frame again by Sophia Schmidt, the catcher. And it's one ball and two strikes to Kiana Jansen. Jansen awaits the pitch. The one, two, way outside. Taking that one, two balls and two strikes. The junior right fielder. And she batting, like I said, about 400 on the season. Two balls and two strikes. Here it is. Pops that one way high in the air. The right fielder camping beneath it, sliding, making the catch is Katie Beagle. That got up in the wind. It, it's a little windy here at Bayport High School is where we're playing. And she made it look a little easier, I'm sure, than what it was. But there's now two down for Taryn Christopher. The ninth hitter in the lineup has done some damage today, though, and in stepping in. With a big insurance runner waiting out there at second. First one taken all the way. No balls and one strike. Christopher today, a double in the third. Stranded at second. And then a big infield single just last inning. And she came around to score what right now is the deciding run. It's 3-2 to two Kakana as we play in the bottom of the sixth. The pitch. Low and outside. Evens things up. One and one. Taryn Christopher, two for two today. Love to see that from the nine spot, don't you? Yeah, Christopher, the only freshman listed on either roster. Batting 315 coming into this series. And that one is fouled over the dugout of Wilmot on the right side. It's one ball and two strikes. He steps out, gets some directions from Coach Tim Rarig. It's 22nd year. They beat this Wilmot team for the state title just a couple of years ago, and here they meet in the quarterfinals. And a one-two pitch. And a bouncer out to second. The throw over is just in time. Boy, she was legging that one out. Christopher thought she was safe. Taking her time at second was Buchanan. Oh, man, that was close. 
All right, we head to inning number seven. Last chance for Wilmot. It is Kakana three at Wilmot two on the score. Wasn't no quick talker at the end of that one. All right, let's do this thing. We go to the seventh inning. What a game we have for you here in the Division I quarterfinal. Kakana with a 3-2 to two lead. They are hanging on. And we've got, let's see, any kind of changes here? Coach Jacobson for Wilmot. Seven re-entering the game, okay. That's what I like about being this close to the action as well. Kimmy Zender, the designated player. She is two for two today. She's done a little damage. It'll be eight, nine, and one for the Galloping Ghosts, trying to gallop on into the semifinal, which would be later on tonight. First pitch taking for a strike to Kimmy Zender. Zender two for two today. Big two RBI double back in the second inning. Those are the only runs that have played it today for Wilmot. Second one taken upstairs. One ball and one strike. She then singled in the fifth inning, and her runner was stranded at second. So she is two for two with a couple of RBIs facing a 1-1 pitch. A little golf swing at that one. Fouls it to the dugout of Wilmot. One ball and two strikes. Three outs away. Can they get it done? Long way from being over as the uh, third base umpire comes over to check the Softball and says, All right, it's good. Third base umpire Mike DeWire hailing from Mondovi says, Everything is just fine. The men in blue are all right with it. It wasn't one of those, uh, you know, major league baseball checks, but that one way outside. Two balls and two strikes. Yeah, what do you think about that? All the, <laughs> the checking that's been going on. I've seen it in minor league baseball too. They do it quite often. If you've been to a Rattlers game recently, you've seen it. They'll check the pitchers. Doesn't take too long, but. Here's a 2-2. Outside brings the count full. Three balls and two strikes. That wasn't one of those checks. They were just checking the softball to see if it was maybe a little too scuffed to put back into play, but it's in her glove. They say it is all good, and stepping back in is Zender. Here's a payoff pitch. Backwards fouled. It'll stay three balls and two strikes. In a 3-2 game, Kakana three outs away from advancing. Winner gets either Burlington or Cedarburg. That is the 4-5 matchup here in Division One, And the payoff pitch again. Taken for strike three. Down she goes. There's one away. Nice pitch on the bender by Kalmus. One down for the ninth batter in the lineup, Katie Beagle coming in at 0 oh, and 2, 0 oh, for 2, I should say. And again, Coach Jacobson. And so, number 9 will come in. Who is number 9? We got uh, Jess Dorabek. Jess Dorabek will come in and bat for Beagle. She was a runner back in the second inning. Now she gets to come up to bat. I'll get you your, her stats here in just a minute. First one taken for a strike. Fastball. From Kalmus and Dorabek. 0 for 1 for her on the season. A 407 hitter. Does have one home run. 
takes that one and quickly ahead is Kalmus. It's no balls and two strikes. To Jess Dorabek. And a junior swings right through it. Three pitches. And down she goes. Back-to-back -back strikeouts here in the top half of inning number seven. And Kakana is one out away from advancing. That is strikeout number 10 for Kalmus today. And back to the top of the lineup we go with Keegan Pye. A little slapper, and that is fouled. Taken by the catcher, LeCount. No balls and one strike. Pye up for the fourth time today, 0 for 3. As she struck out in the first and third innings, reached on an error in the fifth. And up here in the seventh inning, last chance here for Belmont, or Wilmot, I should say. There's a little slapper down the first base side, and she's going to be safe. The tying run is on for Wilmot with two outs, and Brecken Mercer coming up. That was just a little slapper. They'll give her an infield hit for Keegan Pye. Brecken Mercer comes up. And a pitch from Kalmus. In there for a strike on the fastball. No balls and one strike. Kalmus is ahead on Mercer. She struck out. She had a base hit and reached on a fielder's choice as well earlier in the ball game. Just missed on the outside. One ball and one strike. Stepping out of the batter's box. Now back in is Mercer facing Kalmus. Tying run at first, a pitch. Nice frame by LeCount, didn't get the call though. Two balls and one strike with the tying run out at first after the single by Pye. And the 2-1 pitch. Check swing, did she go? I believe so, yes she did. Even sings up, two balls, two strikes, two outs, tying run at first. Kalmus looks at her wrist, fires and delivers. Popped up out of play just over my head and didn't reach the other field. Nice little complex here at Bayport High School. A couple of fields, the football field just to my right as I sit, and some other baseball and softball fields. Here we're playing softball, two balls and two strikes. Everything on the line right here. Kalmus winds and deals. Swing and a miss, strike three. And on the 11th strikeout of the game, Kakana is headed to the semifinal. Final score here today, Kakana three, Wilmot Union two. And we will have a game at seven tonight. Wow. What a comeback, what a game. Love it, playoff atmosphere here today at Bayport High School, three to two, your final score. <laughs> no runs, uh, give her the hit, and the one left on base there for Wilmot. And Kakana moves on, they will play tonight at approximately seven o'clock. I will scoot all my stuff on over to UW Green Bay, and we will play there tonight. Three to two, the final score. Wow, we will uh, come back and have a little wrap up, have a few of the highlights. I'll try and get your final numbers for you. And then we'll get out of here. Three to two, your final score. Post game begins right now on the score.
All right. Papers flying everywhere and choked up in my uh, media credential here. All right. I think we got this all figured out here, the U.S. Air Force broadcast booth. Thank you very much. Final numbers coming across here from uh, the media people. That is one of the bonuses of getting a chance to broadcast state anything. They bring in the stats as soon as possible just to make sure that my stats were were correct. Final score here, by the way. Welcome back to the U.S. Air Force broadcast table. Here today, very good vantage point at Bayport High School. I am Joey D. Alex back in the studio. The sun decided to finally come out. Now my headphones fly off. Yeah, the sun decided to finally come out here right at the uh, last second. <laughs> I see a little blue skies. Hey, we're going to play again tonight, 7 o'clock. I'll pack everything up, and we are headed over to UW Green Bay for state semifinal action here in Division One. Ask Kakana with the come from behind three to two win over Wilmot Union here. What a performance by the Panthers! Got to give it to them. That's the first thing that runs through my mind. They started off the season three straight losses, and they won two in a row. Lost four more. My Indiana math is correct. That is two and seven that this team was at one point. They just gave arguably the best team in the state of Wisconsin a good run for their money. Man, what a fight put up by the Panthers who finished, I believe, they were like fourth in their conference, the Southern Knights Conference, but made it all the way here to state and uh, put up quite a fight. They were leading. They were leading 2-1 to one in the second inning. Kakana got out to the early 1-0 lead, and Wilmot scoring those two on a big two-RBI double by Kimmy Zender. And that would stick until inning number five, and that's when Kakana came fighting back. And they scored two in their half of the fifth inning, made it hold up. Wilmot threatening there in the seventh inning. But three more strikeouts for Miss Calmus on the line. Skyler getting it done. If my math is correct, 11 strikeouts. Yep, I look at the official stats. 11 strikeouts. Did issue three walks. But gave up just six hits and those two runs. Three runs, seven hits, and one error on Kakana. Two runs, six hits, no errors for Wilmot. And it will be the Galloping Ghost to play either. Burlington or Cedarburg as they get things ready to go here for that game. I'll probably stick around, watch a little bit of that to get a little scouting report for you. All right, we will take a break. We'll come back, and Alex has been getting us some of the uh, the highlights back in the studio. We will hear those when we continue. Post-game show here on our Fast Signs Game of the Week on the score. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> we are back. You will hear that man that you just heard on that uh, the commercial. His name is Leo. You're going to hear him and Balky coming up here top of the hour. It's the show with Leo and Balky. I'm sure uh, another award-winning episode of that coming up here at the top of the hour. I was just thinking there in the break, you know, the, the, the benefit of of, of uh, the, 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 the surface here. Back here, by the way, I'm Joey D here at uh, Bayport High School where Kakana advances here in the Division One state tournament they will play in the uh, semifinal tonight against the two teams that are about to warm up here in Burlington and Cedarburg 
but the uh, the grounds crew <laughs> is there a it, it, is there a grounds crew when you've got a turf field they don't have to rechalk it or anything like usually is done on, on most fields but this is a a turf field red here in the infield and green in the outfield at Bayport High School it, it, is there a, a grounds crew for, for a turf field I'm sure there is one but anyway Kakana wins it three to two. The final score is they come from behind after falling behind after they took the lead. I mean, it was just a great game. It was a great softball game. Lots and lots of fun to call. Can't wait to call the semifinal tonight. Now, as far as some of the highlights, I believe Alex back in the studio has got some of them compiled for us. We like to call this the post-game rewind. What a game. That was just that was wild. That's why I do it, man. Just listening back to the, the highlights. Get goosebumps. I, I mean, I love it. Love being on scene here, be, especially after you-know-what last year. Man, just being able to call these games again. Unfortunately, we didn't have any uh, really local baseball teams in it. First time in forever, but we still got a softball team alive. And smiling the entire time. We get to play another one tonight. As Kakana beats Wilmot by a score of three to two. They will take on either Burlington, who comes in as a four seed, they are 21 and four, or Cedarburg, they are 26 and three. How about that? 26 and three and you're the five seed. What does that say about this field? Nice. 26 and three and they're the five seed. So that will be tonight. Uh, approximately 7 o'clock. Uh, the winners in the other games prior to this one, Sun Prairie was an 8-0 winner over Beaver Dam. And Chippewa Falls, the sixth seed advancing with a 4-2 win over Hamilton. They are going to go at it in a moment, uh, matter of a moment here. It is slated for a 2 o'clock start over at UW-Green Bay. We are slated for a 7 o'clock start. And, yes, we will bring you all of the action right here on the score. Final lines again, three runs, seven hits, and one error for Kakana. Wilmot, two runs, six hits, and no errors for Wilmot. And Wilmot, thank you. <coughs> Excuse me. Wilmot uh, bows out at 13 and 11. Meanwhile, Kakana keeps on chugging 17 wins in a row. 25 and 2 now as they head on into the semifinal, and they will meet the winner of this one, Cedarburg and Burlington. That's going to do it for me. Thank you to all of our sponsors. You heard them all, all game long. Some of them East Wisconsin Savings Bank, Myron Construction, Min Law, Edward Jones, Jason Berry, Fast Signs, and they provided me with the Fast Signs Mobile Studio. I will head somewhere. And Grab a bite to eat before heading over to UW-Green Bay and the Fast Signs Mobile Studio. Fox Communities Credit Union, the good guys heating and cooling. Tanner's Sports Grill and the U.S. Air Force, sponsors of the broadcast table here today as the sun is now shining nice and brightly. It was an overcast uh, morning and early afternoon, but it is looking good and looking good for some more high school softball semifinal action tonight. That's our next broadcast 7 o'clock is slated first pitch. We'll see how things go over at UW-Green Bay. 
That's going to do it for me. Alex back in the studio. Again, stay tuned. You got the show with Leo and Balky. That is coming. And Alex, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is coming up at the uh, top of the hour. I'm Joey D. Bidding you farewell from Bayport High School. Your final score once again, Kakana 3 and Wilmot 2. This has been a presentation of High School Sports on the Woodward Radio Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.